Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Have you ever heard of the food chain? It's not an actual chain you can use to keep your bicycle from being stolen. Instead, the food chain is a way to illustrate how all living things depend on one another for food. The food chain usually starts with plants. Do you know why? It is because plants are able to produce their own food through a chemical process called photosynthesis. Plants contain a special substance called chlorophyll. Chlorophyll absorbs energy from sunlight. The plant uses the energy to convert water and carbon dioxide into the sugars it needs to survive. Plants are the first link in the food chain and are called producers because they produce their own food. The next step in the food chain is small animals that eat plants. This could be an insect, a rabbit, a squirrel, or any other herbivore or omnivore. These animals are called primary consumers. These small animals are then eaten by larger animals called secondary consumers. This could be a fox, a bear, or a snake. As larger animals feed on other animals, the food chain continues. Eventually, as plants and animals die, the final link in the food chain is needed. Bacteria and other organisms that break down or cause the dead organism to decay are called decomposers. This is a vital step in the food chain because the decaying organism turns into This is a vital step in the food chain because the decaying organism turns into nutrients that plants then use to help them grow. As the plants grow, they start the food chain over again. Each type of environment has a food chain specific to it. For example, in the ocean, the producers are tiny little plants called phytoplankton. These microscopic organisms are found on the surface of the ocean, soaking up energy from the sun and turning it into food. Next, other marine life like mussels, starfish, crab, and small fish eat the phytoplankton to give them energy. The small ocean creatures are eaten by bigger marine life like fish or squid. Then even larger marine life like sharks eat the smaller fish. When these animals die, bacteria come and break down their bodies, turning their bodies back to the nutrients needed for more phytoplankton to grow. This starts the ocean food chain again. As I'm sure you can guess, the ocean food chain can intersect with other food chains. A bird can swoop down and catch a small fish. A fisherman can catch a giant tuna and have it for supper. Both scenarios move the food chain from the ocean to other land-based food chains. When two or more food chains overlap, it's called a food web. When something harmful is present in an environment, it can cause issues in the food chain. Insects that feed on plants treated with poisonous chemicals can transfer that poison to birds or fish that eat them. When people eat the birds or fish, some of the harmful chemicals are ingested as well. Chemicals used on farm crops can be transferred to the cattle that eat the crops. The chemicals are then transferred to the people who eat the beef. When plastics are thrown in the ocean, they break down and enter the phytoplankton. 
Once the phytoplankton is harmed, the damage continues all the way up the food chain. We must do everything we can to keep harmful chemicals and toxins out of the food chain. This helps to protect not just the plants and animals around us, but people too. We are all connected because of the food chain. So whatever goes into the plants and animals eventually ends up in us. Thanks for tuning in to the Kids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description.